to TL Squared today's Learners Tomorrow Leaders podcast brought to you by the Vele Initiatives Young Emerging Leaders Collective, where we discuss a variety of topical, contemporary, and pertinent issues relevant to our experiences. Hello and welcome to TL Squared, today's Learners Tomorrow's Leaders. My name is Katie and I'm joined by Hannah, Naya and Karina. Today we will be talking about radical self-love, what our practices are and how it impacts us. I'm now going to let everyone introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Hannah. Hi, I'm Naya. Hi, I'm Karina and I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for all introducing yourselves. Today we'll be focusing on self-love, what our practices are, how we kind of show up for ourselves, as well as how COVID has impacted our relationships with people. Now, research shows that self-esteem can impact your mental health. So this just shows why our discussion today is so important. And we're just going to look at how self-love can impact us as well as our different practices for it. So the first question we will be looking at is self-love and its meaning to us. So guys, what does self-love mean to you and how have you been practicing it? Let's start with Hannah. Oh, that's a great question. Um, So personally, I feel like self-love and self-care are aligned and I feel like they work together. So um, I saw this quote that really explains it well for me and like creates an easy understanding, which says, uh, self-love says I love you and self-care says prove it. So the main focus for me is just making sure my actions and my um, words are aligned towards how I treat myself. And it's just kind of treating myself as if I'm my own close friend. So um, it's just this kind of thing, like if you're in a romantic relationship and your partner was like, oh, I love you, I care for you, you're the best thing in the world to me, but then they're slapping you about or treating and you know we do not advocate for tv um but was like you know treating you badly then it's a thing of okay you say these things your actions aren't really saying it and vice versa if they cared for you and they were really nice to you but didn't say it you'll have a bit of a doubt in your mind so i think it's just aligning it so what i like to do how i practice self-care for myself is i um you know meditate and i you know i'm conscious of where my mind is going to I check, I check my own self for speaking badly about me. I'm like, excuse me, don't talk about yourself like that. <laughs> um, you know, I meditate, I journal, I say affirmations because I want, I believe that words are so powerful and words become things and like the power of your mind and that sort of thing. So I just try and make sure that my actions are aligned. I do things that make myself feel good, that increase dopamine. dopamine. And one of the biggest things I do is like I have check-ins with myself. So as the encourager of, at the main encourager of my friendship group, I make sure that I'm being there for myself. And there's another quote I really like, which is, um, just because I carry it well, doesn't mean that the load's not heavy. So I think it's important that because a lot of people emotionally outlet onto me, I make sure that I'm checking in with myself, reflecting, I'm okay, what I'm, what, where I'm investing my time, is it still serving me in a positive way, that sort of thing. Um, and you're just being like, okay, cool, how are you feeling today? Oh, one thing I started doing this year is I have a mood tracker. So basically, each day I colour in the square, and then I see um, how, what, like what, what, what mood I had, and then it's able, like by the end of the year, I'm going to be able to tally, t- tally 
how many like rough days I had, how many good days I had. So I'm really excited for that because like, I love colours. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me, yeah. I know I'm a nerd, but it's all right. <laughs> but yeah, um, what about you, Nayo? <laughs> yeah, I just want to echo something you said. You said words are really powerful, and I and I've been like thinking about this quote, which is words become the house you live in, and. Um, also, another quote, RuPaul said, your saboteur is as powerful as you are. And I think when it comes to self-love is that we have these voices that kind of like echo around um, our heads. And it's important that we acknowledge how we speak to ourselves and, and how we show up for ourselves and the things we say to ourselves and how it can impact us presently, how we acknowledge that. And if we are acknowledging it, um, it's really important. And I've found that I've not been as conscious of that as I need to be. Um, I think self-care, self-love means to me is, is taking the time to pause, reflect, be impatient with myself and checking in on me, like you said. Um, I very much like to make sure everyone I'm around is okay. I'm a, I'm, I kind of, I'm like the glue in a lot of my relationships and I need to be the glue for myself as well. I need to be that for me. And I think recently, particularly like lockdown has given me the time to really kind of hone in on my self-love and self-care practices. And I can tell you the number of hours I've spent trying to perfect my skincare, being on shower talk, for those who don't know, that is people showing their... Um, the, the skincare they use in the shower and I've got my routine down researching my spirituality and um astrology as well has been like really important some personality traits that I've developed or are developing and astrology has helped me to find out what parts of my life they fit into and how I can move on from those things and how I can move forwards as well um and also taking the time to thank my body and my temple for being here with me today and acknowledging that I've come very far. I still have far to go, but now I'm good. I'm good. What about you, Karina? Um, I definitely agree with everything um, that you have shared so far. Um, but I think for me, self-care is um, be aware of, of myself, like knowing myself, not just um, you know, in the outside or, or my skills or, you know, my um, abilities, but it's also is how I am inside. Um, and it is like there is so many things going on in the world. Like um, sometimes you can be hard on yourself because you compare yourself with other people and, um, you know, we acknowledge that, you know, you are unique and it is okay if someone is um success you know successful or uh, other people are doing so many things uh but you are where you are and it that's okay because if not like it affects you it affects your mental health uh, but also like your feelings like you feel down um and so i think self-care is just realizing of what it, what are the thoughts you know how you feeling what are you feel why are you feeling like that and just kind of identify those things and 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 just see like you don't have to 
you feel in, in, in that way because you, you are unique and different and that's okay. Um, and self-care um, also means, um, you know, take time, as some of you already um, mentioned, to, uh, you know, to have time so just for you uh, what I do how I practice is that in the morning I wake up and I do a little bit of meditation uh, my faith plays a big part in, in, in knowing and loving myself and take care of myself because I'm someone that cares about people and always I'm like oh how are you like take care uh, look after your mental health always just kind of checking on people and sometimes you you are you can become someone that gives gifts but you don't give to yourself and I think for me it's very important to remember that if I'm okay if I'm okay inside if I look after myself if I love myself then that will um, enable me to love others um, I think I love that like if you don't love yourself that phrase, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love others? Um, so, yeah, and I do, I also write, like, when, you know, you know, when I feel, like, uh, down or, I don't know, be a different mood, I just write down my feelings and, and then I reflect and I reflect why I'm feeling in that way and maybe what can I do differently um, next time. I also do, you know, self-care in terms of my body. I do... I'm trying. I'm trying to do um, exercises every morning, and not just to kind of lose weight. That was the first, uh, you know, thought. But then I, I realized that that's good for my mental health, for my body, and and that's is you know self care for me, and also go for a walk. Like I need, especially in this time now that in lockdown, being here with your family and stay at home. Like I need to go for a walk and just take a fresh air. So yeah, that's that's me. I love all of your routines. Like honestly, like you guys seem like masters of self-care and self-love and just everything. Like it's just really good that you guys have your own routines and just it's so important. And one of the things I do is I journal as well. Like I really like journaling. I have a gratitude journal, actually. So I basically write five things every day that I'm grateful for. And when you look at this journal, like over time, you like flip, flip through the pages, you'll realize like, oh, that was such a good day because I was grateful for this. And then it's, it creates like so many memories, like over time, if you just have like a gratitude journal. And gratitude is so important to self-care and self-love because it improves your energy like your positive emotions to everything even meditation like all of that like I love meditating I actually wake up meditate for 10 minutes and it puts you in the right mindset to start the day so definitely self-care self-love habits I'd say meditate journal your thoughts have a gratitude journal go for walks because fresh air is so good especially during this current climate with COVID and everything, you need to like take care of your physical as well as your mental health. So yeah, I definitely agree with everything you guys have said. And I think it's really important for the listeners to also kind of look at our habits and what we do. Maybe they can adjust like what they do or even like take advice from it all, you know? Um, but yeah, definitely agree with everything you guys have said. Um, I also feel like 
some people might get confused with self-love and vanity because self-love is so different to like being vain and like massaging your ego almost because you need to have that awareness that one can be like toxic whereas the other one is so healthy and it actually inspires you and empowers you and your self-growth so I definitely agree that you need to just be comfortable with who you are look at how far you've come in relation to like your goals and everything you've achieved and just journal your thoughts because it's really important to address how you're feeling and if you're feeling down then you can just note it down and think why you feel like this but also overcome that negative emotion and then hopefully the next day you'll feel more positive but yeah saying all of that um that moves us on to the next topic which is because of covid and everything a lot of things have changed with self-care and self-love especially even like relationships like with our friends with our family romantic partners So how have your relationships been impacted by COVID? Like, how has that been for you guys? Uh, So for me, it's weird because um, I feel like over COVID I've grown a lot and I've developed a lot more empathy. Like, I'm already, I consider myself an empathetic person already, but I think it's really heightened in terms of understanding what my friends and my family and, like, you know, my lecturers and everything, what everyone's going through, in a sense of just trying to be conscious of the thought that everyone is a, both a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time and all the time. So extending grace to people the same way some days I wake up when I don't really feel like um, sending that email or doing that work, is the same way everyone will feel when it's really heightened with lockdown. So just extending like grace and, you know, understanding that people might be smiling, but it doesn't mean that they're not really struggling with this process and, you know, their family aren't falling in and out of illness because of the pandemic, that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, um, obviously, for I think it's a collective idea that gratitude has heightened during lockdown. So, you know, just taking our family, um, taking them less for granted, you know, calling up, checking in, you know, talking to my grandparents <laughs> and all that good stuff. But um, mainly I feel like it's made my friendships a lot more creative. So whereas before, like pre-lockdown, I was have a person who um, had like reflection check-ins with my friends, but I wouldn't have them with all of my friends. But um, this season, I had it with all of my friends. Like, okay, come on, like this is a space where you can just tell me everything you're feeling, offload, like just calm. Um, but also, actually, before I even offload onto my friends, asking them if they have the mental capacity to hold this conversation for me to vent to them, to vent outlet, outlet, asking my friends, what do you require from you venting to me? Do you want me to, do you want, do you want to get us get out from paper, do a mind map and come up with solutions? Or do you just want someone to hear you, baby you, and just be like, girl, you are in the right. Even though I know you are dead wrong, but I know you're going to come to that uh, reflection later. Because sometimes we need that, like, there's been many a time during lockdown where I kind of got annoyed at my friends because I knew I was dead wrong, but I wasn't ready to confront that yet. And I just wanted to be like, Oh yes, you were right, they were dumb. But then obviously I know in my heart I was wrong, but sometimes you need that period to just be in your field before you can be like, hey, come on, like, go apologise, that sort of thing. But yeah, it really forced me, additionally, like, it really forced me to get creative in my friendships. So like, um, I started doing daily workouts on um, WhatsApp video call with my friends, it was an online workout. I'm not going to lie. Since I've had that was a so cute. I know. <laughs> that was so cute. I love that. 
<laughs> honestly, I I find it very difficult to work out by myself. So like pre-lockdown, I would go to, for jobs with my dad, but like my dad's working, so like, we can't, or like our schedules don't always align. But, um, you know, it's really helped me to stay consistent with it and to, like, to be more consistent in my meal prepping and, like, what I'm putting in my body and that sort of thing. And also we've gone for, like, we've done stuff like walk and talks. So we'll go for walks at the same time and we'll have, like, a five-way FaceTime. We're like, oh, my angel, what do you want to do today? <laughs> and, like, you know, just... Oh, and, like, when House Party was really, really big and when it blew up, um, we had um, songwriting sessions. So it would be, like, um, my boy on the keys and then we'll be adding one line, like... <laughs> kids on bangers I can't lie <laughs> um, yeah so like just songwriting together and like oh no 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 go to the six go to the six <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, so yeah um, and then also with family like we've done a lot of like family games like they were so fun and also that was quite helpful for um doing all these things was like really really helpful for my job so as a youth project worker a lot of our delivery went online except for the few that were in schools that were allowing us to come in so it was really easy um, it made it a lot funner and a lot easier to be more creative and be like oh okay how can we talk about real things and real issues that people are facing like and issues like self-care reflection still stretching your comfort zones uh, you know keeping sane energy energy um enhances and energy energy drainers and still have these conversations and these reflection times with the young people but in fun and creative ways and ways that aren't too tense, uh, intense and in ways that don't increase anxiety but kind of create peace so it really um, pushed me to be more creative in terms of like my friendships and in terms of my relationships and my and that sort of thing and also like in terms of actually taking time to grow for myself advocating for myself saying no when I don't have the capacity to um, be offloaded on and that sort of thing but yeah um what about you? Laura? So one thing that I noticed kind of straight away was um, how my family dynamic had changed and evolved. Um, like it's kind of like in relation to lockdown. Um, I was, you know, uni student and living my life, being accountable for myself, responsible only for me. And then I move home. It's me, my parents, and my brother. One of my parents is vulnerable and. Um, how do I navigate this new kind of like relationship that I have with myself and how I look after myself and then also having to be a functioning member of a family Um, and it wasn't difficult but it was different like I had to be active in making meals for Uh, other members of my family and like I'm a vegetarian my mum's a pescatarian my brother eats meat and my dad's a vegan so how do we how do we kind of make that work and we came to conclusions and we had to figure out what's your time to use the bathroom because I like to spend an hour here I like to spend an hour there no one's allowed in the living room while the football's on or whatever like that that was that was different for me in terms of being really comfortable in my own space and having to really understand the new dynamic that is my family, both me and my pe- both me and my brother now being adults, and my parents also accepting that we are both adults as well, and how we kind of move around the house. You know, in relation to my friends as well, like asking my parents and the people around me that I love, like, how are you? It's like it's not just like, oh, like hi, how are you anymore? It's like, how are you? What's going on? 
what do you need? What do you need from me? What do you want from this period of time? If you want anything, um, have been like the main themes of conversations I've been having with my friends and my family. It took a while for people and myself also to really understand what the question, how are you, means and how do you answer that question being honest with yourself and being honest with that person if you want to tell them how you are and actually like finding the language um to communicate how you're feeling because I really struggle with that sometimes it's like actually finding the words to explain how I feel and that was something I spoke with my friends a lot about what other ways can we show that we need someone or we need a hug. I'm very, I'm a very affectionate person and uh, lockdown for me, also especially not being in the country right now, I'm living in an island, is not having that someone to touch, not having that, that person to hug. So I have a huge, huge, huge elephant and that kind of soothes my anxiety. Um, while I don't have people around to just... We're giving yeah, you virtual hugs. Yeah, how about you, right Karina? <laughs> Thank you. I need it. I need it. Thank you. <laughs> what about you? Um, so for me, I, it has been, I think, um, like you, Naya, like family dynamics. I want to start with family because I love um, my family. And family for me is very important. Like relationships for me are very important. Um, but during this uh pandemic uh and you know being in quarantine and being at home I have noticed how you know our relationships has changed and and I would love to say for good uh but not for good because what I have experienced is so many arguments in my family which are not bad because I always um you know, encourage as someone that encouraged to to say, you know, if, if you make a mistake, if we have said something, because we offend each other, right? Um, and it's just how can you just learn to say I'm sorry? Uh, you know, take re- you know take responsibility of your actions, and I think um, that is very hard in, in a family, especially because I live with my mom and um, uh, two brothers. It used to be with two, now it's just with one. And we are so different. Like, I think differently than my mom, and my mom thinks differently than my brother. And um, during this pandemic, the same thing. Like, I remember that um, normally I used to eat at work at one o'clock or two. And my mom, uh, since we are in lock, we were in lockdown, um, she was like, no, we're going to eat at 12 o'clock. You need to look after you diet and eat well and like we are like no we're eating at one o'clock so this kind of conflicts that what we have learned um is to like let's just uh, you know agree on something that benefits everyone um so we agree to eat from 12 30 to one o'clock um but that, that 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 has been our dynamic and everything like food the things that we do, the shopping, and yeah, it's um, it's good, but it has been draining too because um, being twenty four hours <laughs> with people that don't agree or think that the way that you think sometimes is hard. But um, I think I have learned to give love and forgive uh, anything, even before they 
my family say or you know do something to me it's just okay I already forgive them it's okay they also I also been trained to understand that okay I'm going through so much during this time but also to understand then that they they also might go through something and and maybe I don't understand because you know they don't want to share or anything um but yeah I think it's just you know, a good learning of, okay, you know, understand even your family, because sometimes you understand everyone, but when it's your family, like, I just don't understand them. <laughs> um, and just kind of, yeah, just have that patience to think, okay, maybe they're going through something and they um not sharing and, and just kind of, you know, have that point of view and kind of, instead of judging, oh, you know, again, the same thing they don't wash the plates <laughs> why <laughs> um just understanding that it's not just saying and 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 talk instead of shouting each other it has been a, a i think it has been a really nice dynamic because we've been kind of okay we're arguing um and by the same time learning to say sorry be patient and understand each other as a family uh, because I care about family. I care so much about family. I think family is very important in, in that kind of relationship. Um, in terms of friendship, I think um, this time has helped me to realize that, you know, how much my friends care about me and how much I want to care for them. And I think I got to a point where, because normally I'm someone that love to see people. I think like you guys, like, talk to people, be there, give hugs and, and all that stuff. So when now is everything by phone, online, text, I just feel a little bit far or disconnected. So I've been really trying to, you know, give those calls to my friends and, you know, be, you know, as you were saying, like, ask, you know, how are you? Like, how are you? Um what what is happening with with everything and and just yeah check on them uh, but in with intention um because you never know that they might going through the same thing that you were going through and yeah also that this season has helped me to be more open and cry normally I will be like no let's carry on with life we are strong but I just found myself sometimes with my friend crying telling her like <laughs> just I felt so sad and I just feel so overwhelming for everything that you know is happening in my life in, in the whole world um but yeah that, that's kind of my experience in terms of relationships yeah I definitely agree with like all of your points and I feel like COVID has made it a lot harder to interact with people definitely like Naya we're giving you hugs like Hannah your workouts with your friends on FaceTime was so cute and Karina yeah communication is key like with everything because you never know like how someone's feeling if they're feeling down or all of these things are just so important and one of the things that COVID has taught me is to definitely just check up on people check up on your friends see how they are like I'm always someone who's like I'm almost too much. I'm like, hey, how are you? Like, what's up? I like message all the time to my friends just to see if they're okay, to see how their mental health is. And you just never know like how a phone call or like all of these things will mean to someone and you can actually affect their mood. You can actually like have a positive impact. Like whenever I speak to my friend and they're feeling down, like 
they're like, oh, I feel so much better after our conversation, after our chat. And that's when you know the energy, whatever someone's energy is, it will pass on to another person. Like if you're a positive person, you're going to attract like positive people or you're going to impact people. Like I'm someone that's very like happy-go-lucky and wherever I go, I like to kind of add light to other people's like lives. So I definitely feel like the energy is really important to just have all these good emotions and to check up on people, see how they're doing because COVID has literally turned the world like upside down and now more than ever people just need a check-in like they just need you to know that you're there for them they need to know that you care and it's also shown me I think that with energy like there's also negative energies so people that in your life like if you need to just make sure that everyone is aligned with like who you are as a person that's also a form of self-care like if you have friendships that are positive and it's a two-way you know it's a two-way friendship you're there for them and they're there for you then you know that you're both going to kind of uplift each other motivate you in life but yeah it's very deep but it's very needed because yeah I think Lime, that, you say yeah, I really resonating with what you're saying because another thing that I was like, when calling people, it's like when you get off the phone with that person, you're like, okay, how do I feel? Do I feel energized by that conversation, or do I feel drained? And it wasn't necessarily like, it wasn't necessarily like I was, I wasn't cutting people off, but my time, my time is precious, and the people who I choose. Mm-hmm to spend my time with also choose to spend their time with me and that is where you feel the real like energy transition when they get the same benefit from the conversation as you do um and like I've become like way more intuitive to like people's vibes like some of my closest friends like I can I can feel how they're feeling like no matter the distance or when I'm on the phone to them I can feel that something's not quite right or that something's great. And I can just, you can kind of like tell the trajectory of the conversation based on like that intuitive feeling. And I feel like lockdown COVID has been good in terms of like really having deeper connections with people. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Phone calls. Definitely. When you like come off the phone to someone, you will know whether that person has helped you or whether they've drained you like you'll just know you'll feel the vibe and it's no lie and that's a form of self-care like you need to know whether you want these people like in your life and I know that it's kind of it sounds kind of harsh but you actually need to take care of yourself and you need to realize you don't want to be around toxic energy because that's not good for your mental health so just surround yourself with people that love you for you, that inspire you, empower you, and motivate you to do well in life, basically. That's the lesson. Um, But yeah, moving on to our next topic. So with everything that we've kind of discussed, how, like, has your view of self-care changed? So has your understanding of self-care changed in the last year? I feel like the main thing for me is just, like, you know that thing of you can't really pour into others if you haven't poured into yourself? So it's just a yeah, the empty of, glass thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think it's just a thing of I used to be the type of person where like, 
I, well, I, I still am to a certain extent where like if my son could be crying or needed me or I, I'm yeah like Naya said I can pick up pick up pick up vibes like like that so I will automatically know even if my son is putting on their bravest face I automatically know something's not right so I used to be the type of person where, what do you need you upset I'm coming to you and going for a drive we're gonna get Nando's I was like that guy and I think sometimes the thing of and, and even to the extent where sometimes my friend will be crying to me on the phone and I'll be encouraging them and I'll be feeling like crying because I'm like, well, I'm going through the same thing. But um, It's brainwaves. It's yeah. Brainwaves. <laughs> and like, I think now it's more of a thing of I'm pouring into myself and making sure I'm filling up myself and building myself up so that I have the right mind and the right um, resources to actually pour into others. Because I, it's sometimes, I don't know, well, I don't know if this was me, but um, sometimes the thing of you feel empty and you that you're pouring into someone but it's like you don't even believe the words you're saying so it kind of feels void whereas when you feel full and when you're when you you have this mentality of or when you've like been building yourself up and saving and preparing yourself for a rainy day even though you feel low you just know you're gonna overcome it so um one thing that helps me as well like karina said on one of the first questions is my face like um, seeing myself the way God sees me, the way he speaks about me, um, being in tune with myself. Like, sometimes, <laughs> well, people in my life, you know me, they, they think I'm overly confident. But I just think, I'm just, I've just come to a place where I really, really enjoy my own company and I really, really enjoy aspects of myself. And it's a thing of noticing that, yes, I have flaws and yes, I'm human and I don't always get it right. But, girl, I love who you are becoming. Oh, so <laughs> I need to remember where yes. I am. But, um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like one of those things. Uh, let me just refer back to the question because I went on a tangent. Um, okay, how, how has your understanding of self-care changed this year? But um, yeah, um, lastly, I'll just add that this year it's really been for me choosing my heart. Or sometimes it's easy, but choosing my heart in the sense of um, sometimes watching Netflix is the easiest thing to do and like just chilling is the easiest thing to do but then tomorrow I'm going to wake up feeling anxious because I actually had things that I needed to do that I didn't get done so you know just setting myself 90 minutes to like dive into what I need to do and then taking that time to meditate or to chill or to watch Netflix to de-stress but you know just making sure that what my actions aren't setting me backwards in a sense of yes I'm not trying to be someone who works all the time and who isn't present with my family and my friends but in a sense of okay cool how are you going to feel when you wake up tomorrow if you make this choice and most of the time if I know I've got a lot to do and they're not really hard tasks I'm just putting them off it makes more sense for me to do it if I have the headspace the capacity to do it but if I literally genuinely don't have it I might go for a walk or clear my head but if I know I have it and I'm just pushing it back I know it's going to negatively affect me the next day so just being more conscious of that and like just doing little things that my future self will thank me for um you know doing the work to work on my commitment issues and you know, healing from childhood things that have happened that I haven't fully heard from because I don't want to go and break down a black king <laughs> because of the things I haven't worked through, you know, choosing to um, do the healing and to do that sort of thing. So, yeah, or break down anyone, maybe, but, yeah. What about you, Naya? <laughs> I really feel that, like, actually acknowledging and, like, choosing to do the work, the healing, like... It's, it's a difficult it's a difficult journey and and that is that is my understanding of self-care that it is a journey and we are all like we're all on different parts of the journey on the road and I think like 
well, it's like admitting is the first step. Acknowledging that you've got healing to do is like it's like one of the first steps you take on the journey, and then kind of it just kind of rolls into a chain of action from there. Yeah, that really that really resonated with me. I really felt that. Also, what you were saying, Katie, earlier about the difference between like self-love and vanity is something that I've really been trying to make sure I'm not just performing acts of self-care and actually like internalizing the behaviors. I kind of like started off my self-care journey with doing like things that are very superficial, like skincare and like working on um, my shower routine because they made me feel good instantly like putting on that nice cream and buying that nice deep hair conditioner or whatever like they made me feel good and then I realized I didn't understand like why I was performing those certain behaviors um and then it was then I really took a look at my skin and was like what is it that what is it that I take issue with what are the what is it that I'm not finding that I'm loving about my skin and it was like kind of like taking a step back and I'm like am I doing this because I've spent so much time scrolling on Instagram and this is what everyone else is doing or is it because I've got issues that I want to target and I want to fix and I I did I did take a break from social media because it was just all surrounding just everywhere and I just needed to be with me and my thoughts and not the world's thoughts for for a minute and I internalized a lot of the behaviors to where they became like good habits and good practices. So actually the issues I had with my skin was like hyperpigmentation, like severely scarred. So I had to work on that and I still am, which is great. I'm very thankful that I acknowledged that I was performing a lot of this stuff and I should, it should be within me and in like internal and it should come from an intrinsic place. So if I want to do something, it's because I feel the need to do it. Yeah, I, you know, I love what you said about, you know, reflection in, in why we do this, this, our changes, why we do, you know, self-care or, um, and I think for me it has been, you know, a, um, a time to learn also that it's important to look after yourself. It's so important. Um, because uh, I remember that I before, like a few years ago, people used to ask me, oh, what do you do, you know, for your self-care? What do you do for you? Um, and I used to say, oh, well, you know, um, I'm, I'm a volunteer in this organization and I'm helping people and um, I'm studying or, uh, you know, just sharing what I'm doing. And, and they was like, no, no, but what do you do for you? And I was like, yeah, that, I'm doing that for me. And they was like, no, you know, think about the question, like, what are you doing for you? And I was like, you know, everything that I'm doing is for me. And then I reflected and I thought, no, <laughs> because if I'm volunteering or I'm working, that is not for me, like, it is for others. Um, and I thought, like, wow, like, I realized that I was not doing nothing for me. Um, and then it just made me think, like, what can you do for yourself? Like, what does it mean to do things for you, for you, that will help you as a person, as, in, as a human being? Um, and I think that changed, like, for those questions, changed my my perspective of uh, looking after yourself. And, um, you know, and, you know, you put it before you said, you mentioned about the empty glass. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, if you are, empty it's 
you can pour out in you know you can pour out anything into others um so it, i basically been you know changing in in every week i think oh where is my i used to have i don't have any more but i used to have a um a kind of mapping of my uh, my habits uh, in the morning and at night, and that was the way that I was looking after myself. That's the time for myself when I was, you know, you just have a, a bath, and uh, normally I would have like I will um, kind of uh, monitoring myself and and check that I'm doing like at least once a week I'm gonna have a bath and relax and and read a book. Um, but I kind of I need to have like something so I am um, kind of following the plan instead of just thinking in my mind I will do this, um, and I will put like a cross every week or every time that I will do that. Um, so my way to my way of you know of you know seeing self um, care and um, self self care has been changing um, for good. So. It has changed, like especially during lockdown, um, has changed so much uh, in terms of realizing like you, and it's not that being selfish. Uh, sometimes I feel you might feel like, oh, I'm thinking only, um, you know, on 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 me. Just you know, um, don't be selfish. Those thoughts, but that's not. It's just that you need to look after so you can be good, so you can help others. If that is kind of part of you know what you do. Um, and I love, I was going to mention something that Hannah, you, you said, you know, when you were like kind of, um, uh, cheering up yourself and blah, 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 you know, something that I do when I feel down and I feel like, uh, you know, I didn't perform very well on something. I might go to, you know, sometimes what I do is I go to have a mirror there in my room and I look to myself and I speak to myself and I said, Karina, it's okay if you fail. It's okay if you didn't do well today um tomorrow you will do better um and you know that that situation won't define who you are or your identity so calm is okay so i speak to myself um also what i used to do you know a uh, few years ago uh, it just also say like speak like karina you're beautiful you know, I love your eyes. I love your nose. <laughs> it could be a little bit like weird, but I think that helped me to, you know, look. Um, look, look it's, it's you know that 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 person that that is on on the mirror is is, is me. It's Karina. So just to speak and be kind. Oh, also that um, I always say, Karina, be kind with yourself. Um, yeah, just kind of speak to yourself, and that that has been, you know, kind of. Uh, the the big encouragement that I've been doing to myself. Um, sometimes you need to encourage yourself because sometimes you, you know, in that moment, you maybe you don't have anyone who will encourage you in that moment. But if you do by yourself, you know that is very good. So tell you know, look look at you in the mirror and speak to you, be kind, um, and encourage yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love to do that. I laugh. I love that. <laughs> I love that. No. Honestly, like that's what I've been doing recently. And what I've been doing is I've been choosing three words. So mine are kind, caring, beautiful, like inside and out. Like I always try to focus on these positive affirmations like every morning. And like 
I feel like for some people that don't do this, it'll be like, what, you, you talk to yourself? <laughs> like, they won't understand. And it's like, no, it's not that. Like, you wake up, you just, like, look in the mirror, you're like, yes, okay, we're do- we're, we are confident today. We are feeling in this mindset, this, this mindset, this good, like, positive energy. Um, but it's also, like, I feel like now it's harder to get self-compassion and self-love because of things like social media like it's just made it so much more harder so much more toxic as well for things like there'll be people that post um all these good things about their life but then for some people that are maybe insecure they'll just see that and they won't see that that person is actually feeling down or they'll have days where they're not fully like happy and stuff like that so I feel like definitely social media has made it almost harder for I think our generation to kind of find that self-compassion and that self-love when there's so many people you can just compare yourself to um but on the other hand you need to know that you are unique and you have your own like kind of set of values and belief and just have faith that you on your own are enough like you don't need to be comparing yourself to like other people there's also a thing where I heard of it somewhere, I can't remember where, but it's like, if you imagine your younger self, like, in front of you, like, just sat in front of you, and if you, like, have a down day, and you're saying, like, all these inside negative things about yourself, just imagine your younger self in front of you, and if you would be able to say that to them, most people are like, oh, no, I can't do that, because they're a kid, like, that's wrong, and then it's like, yeah, but that's you, as your younger self, so if you can't say all these bad things to your younger self you shouldn't be saying it to yourself where you are now um so that's really kind of a thing that resonated with me because I feel like before I was very like insecure with things or lacked confidence whereas now I'm more like proud of who I am and like how far I've come so yeah basically <laughs> um moving on to the final topic so I guess this question is kind of linked to when we have like those negative days and those down days, like how do we show up for ourselves during this time? And what kind of things would you want people to kind of take away from this podcast, I guess? Like how do we show up for ourselves? Um, Hannah, if you'd like to give some examples. Cool. So um, one thing I love to do is be present with myself. So I, I try to make it an important to be present with my family, with people around me, with my with anything I'm really investing my time or energy into. So just being present in myself, being like, look here, yeah, even though you don't feel like it today, you've got this, like you've got this, you can do it, you can overcome anything. You've overcome before and you'll overcome again, that sort of thing. And just being like, you know, understanding the feeling of maybe sadness or overwhelm and trying to navigate where is it coming from. You know, sometimes I list out the things and I'll be like, okay, is it uni work? Is it your job? Is it your young people? Like, and then until something clicks, this is literally, it feels like a click within me. And I'm like, oh, I'm triggered. <laughs> and then once I get that trigger, I'm like, oh, okay, what about that? And then I really explore that with myself because, like, that's the type of work. My manager, yeah, she always brings to my face. So she's like, whenever you're going through something, think about how you would encourage the young people you work with. And, like, what would you tell them if they were trying to avoid going through that or overcoming that, that sort of thing? So that just happens way, like that's the way I kind of view it in my mind, if that makes sense. Um, another thing, yeah, I always like like to tell myself that and tell others that no matter when you've had a bad day, no matter if you haven't been kind or um, in this particular phase of your life, 
everyone deserves love and everyone is enough the way they are. And I think, okay, so, uh, you know, I don't want to make it safety, but um, there's a Bible passage that basically says um, nothing can stop us from, like, or nothing can, like, hide us or remove us from the love of God, like, no height, no depth. Like, it says, like, it basically just like everything and says nothing can remove us. And I think that's the same way that we should be to other humans. It's like, <clears throat> you can have a bad day, you can have an off day, you can project onto me. And yes, I understand, I understand that it's coming from a place of your insecurity and I still love you. And I'm not making your actions um, make me talk back or come down to your level, that sort of thing. I'm here to encourage you and I'm still going to be there, that sort of thing. Because everyone has those off days or those days where they don't feel like it. And yes, it's not right to project onto others, but I know myself, I've, been, I've, I've done that in the past as well. Uh, last day, yeah, so, you know, reducing my screen time, like you guys say, coming on social media for a bit, ignoring phone calls when I don't have the capacity to, like, engage in deep stuff or to be vented to you, uh, checking in with myself and reflecting, showing gratitude, advocating for myself, or I like to say affirmations as well, so sometimes I might just be like, oh, girl, you are a magnet for peace, uh, you are a magnet for happiness, you are enough, I love you, keep doing you, okay, <laughs> I'm getting way too comfortable, guys, <laughs> but we love it it's self-love Hannah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah and um, so just a bit of encouragement for you know the people watching and for you guys and you know just understanding that you're not you're not always going to be superman or superwoman and just being like you really can't do it all and as much as we try to stretch ourselves and push our bodies and overcome our limits and be team no sleep or team hustle or I've got goals and that sort of thing I, I'm talking about myself as well like I do that too, as much as we try to do it all, sometimes our body cannot carry us the way we want to. And speaking from experience, that's very frustrating for me. But just extending that part of that self-care of being like, I need to take a break. And learning to take a break and to rest but not to quit. And learning to be like, okay, I need this time to chill and I need to kind of refocus. One thing that was really big for me this year is um, doing more things that helped me with mental peace. And areas where I felt like I was at a wall or at a roadblock, um, before, once I started to engage with practices that give me more peace, so like meditation, journaling, walk, and gradually thing, um, gratitude, writing, and journaling, that sort of thing, I started to find that when I'll be doing something or when my mind will be clear, all the things that were overwhelming to me, I was like, how am I going to overcome this? Or I don't know, I can't find the answers. It's like they just hit me like that. Like I'll just be in the shower and doing my own thing, and I'll be like, oh, God, it's ding, 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 light bulb moment. So I think sometimes it's you're trying to you're, you're overstressing yourself and you're overthinking the situation whereas if you just was like okay calm or even sometimes just a short prayer like let go and let go sometimes peace is the answer and peace is your greatest weapon because once you have peace bruh the way ideas and the way things just start connecting the dots as you were talking i was writing so many things down i was like yes 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 so i'll just start with you're saying like, oh, sometimes you're just like in the shower and then you just like, it will just hit you. And I, one of I, one of my journal kind of like prompts was, it was actually called shower thoughts. And it was like, you know that when you were like in the shower and you're just taking the time and then it's just like the, the chain of consciousness just comes upon you. And it's just like a kind of stream of like all these things that you were like thinking and feeling. And I started writing it down after I had a shower and just like, really taking the time to reflect upon actually what is great about being in the shower is just you 
and yourself. And that, that's, that's, that's like one of the formulas for peace in my mind is you and yourself and having that time to really be present and be conscious in how you're feeling and what's going through your mind, what's going through your body, all of those kinds of things. Um, I did a meditation not too long ago and it was, um, I will recommend this YouTuber, Alina Live. Um, I think it was like an October or autumn meditation she'd done on YouTube. And she said, imagine you're on a beach. You're just sitting on the beach. You're just meditating. You're resting, whatever. You look to the right and you see your future self. And you look to the left and you see your past self. The visualization was so strong for me. And what I found myself doing, it was as if I was looking, I was from each direction, I was looking at my present self. What I had oh. realized, have, go, go oh on, have a go on. Oh my days. <laughs> <laughs> I could really relate to that. Oh my goodness. So part of the Abele initiative, so that's the part of the um, collective that the young men's leaders collectives are for the viewers. Yeah, um, we we done system constellations in Greece. One of the activities, when I tell you, triggering. So you had to get a partner, and I was just not going to lie, I was a bit sceptical at first. I was thinking, this is not going to work. What is this? But um, I was just like, you know, Hannah, keep an open mind. Um, so what the activity was where we had to stand against our partner and my partner, Michael, Uncle Mikey. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so we stood parallel to each other and then everyone was in their partners parallel to each other. And you had to be yourself and then you ha your partner had to be your future self. And then you, ha then you had to be, yeah, and then you had to be your partner's future self or they was their self themselves and I don't think we did the past of one but yeah um when um basically what happened so basically our partner had to move with the energy so for the first three to four minutes my partner just stared in my eyes I was thinking please stop looking at me I'm gonna cry please stop looking at me I'm gonna cry like stop looking at me like it was the most awkward thing but it felt like I, you feel so seen and it just makes and it was weird because you didn't there was you weren't allowed to talk there was no talking there was nothing but him just staring at me and looking at me right in the face, like it provided so much clarity and so much peace about the future. And I'm someone who worries about the future so much. I'm like, by 25, that's my goal is like a lot of things have to be done. So I remember so much clarity. And then I would, I, I moved closer to him and he moved away. And then I moved closer to him and he moved away. And then at the, the last three minutes was just him hugging me from behind. And then I was just like, damn. Then when we came back to the group to do our reflections, it, um, this is one thing that stood out to me about that whole experience was it was just like at each moment we're creating our past and our future and so we take a step we, you know every time a minute passes that's the new past and the present future the new past and the present future so it just really the question that kept coming in my mind was okay what I do today is my future self thanking me for it what I'm doing today is what creates my future if you want to know who you're going to become in three to five years look at your daily practices so like I'm very like big on self-reflection and growing and evolving and I, like, I'm, I have a very curious mind I like to ask questions I like to ask myself hard questions I encourage people to ask me questions that are going to slap me and be like what like that sort of thing so yeah everything you said bruh get me right there <laughs> but yeah um so back to you now yeah literally like literally it's like doing a lot of hand gestures at the moment 
but like I was just looking around this beach and I just found myself always like coming back to myself and in terms of like what you were saying Hannah is like I said I want to be able to do this by this age and that by that age and I feel like I'm already behind I feel like I'm always like chasing myself and what that meditation showed me was that I am exactly where I want to be and it was just like it it really took me that time to really acknowledge that I'm here and I'm not present in it. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not, I'm not thanking myself for being here. I'm not thanking myself for living it. I'm just waiting for the next thing to come or preparing for the next thing. And it was a really eye-opening and kind of like pivotal in my self-care and self-love journey because it allowed me to like really take a step back and like look at my life and be like, these are the goals I set out for myself and I manifested them without even realizing it. And I was like, that's a problem. That's a problem that I realized I'm that powerful to have created my future. But the issue is that I don't even realize that I'm standing right here in it. And so kind of from then, that was only like a few months ago. From then, I've just been like making sure every day I'm waking up, saying my prayers, being grateful in front of me, I bought this poster which said gratitude is heaven itself. And like gratitude on the map of consciousness is like is like the highest place closest to enlightenment. And I feel like the closer that we find ourselves to gratitude and expressing gratitude for people, for places, for ourselves, the closer we are to finding that 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 peace that we that we all want. Everyone wants to have that sense of peace and fulfillment. Um and kind of alongside that, I've got my affirmations, which um, some I've written for myself, some I've taken from some places, and I've got them on my wall. And they're like, I forgive myself for the times I didn't love myself enough. And then I've got written underneath it, and it says, you are forgiven. And then I am who I am, who I always imagine myself to be. And then that's reminding myself, go back to the beach, take yourself back there. Remember, you're just looking around and you're seeing you in the present. I've got I am too valuable to treat my body with disregard. Thank you for sustaining me, body. I've got you are just planted. And that's for times when you're just like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm stagnant. I can't feel like I'm proceeding the way I want. Just remember, just like the seed, you're just in the soil. The nutrients are all surrounding you. The water's there. You will just grow. You will grow. And then my last one is um, visualize and trust your intuition and uh not to get like spiritual but like believe in your third eye like I have the power within me and we all have the power within us so trust your gut trust your gut is telling you that gut feeling is there for a reason so yeah let it inspire you I love Karina. that. I love that. <laughs> Karina. Wow, guys. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling right now so encouraged. Like, I'm like, wow, that's so, you know, so much uh, fire there. Um, you know, just, yeah, just saying, guys, like what you're saying has encouraged me um, so much. Um, and just my thought would be um, just, I think, two thoughts. If you don't care yourself, no one else will care. So you have to care yourself and you have to take responsibility uh, of yourself. And I believe that the biggest responsibility that you've been given in this world is you. 
So, you know, if you take responsibility of yourself, no, if no, no one else will take uh, responsibility, you know, and, and take and look after yourself. Um, so that's one thought. And my other thought is, um, you know, I always ask uh, or I ask myself or tell myself this. If there is no, you know, a tomorrow, what could you do today for yourself? And sometimes I think like it's true because sometimes we're thinking about, you know, the future and the plans. And and sometimes I think, what about if there is no a tomorrow? <laughs> and that makes me just come back to, my, you know, the present. And it's like, what, you know, what I'm doing right now. And I love what you you both already mentioned about um, be present and enjoy because Yes, like I agree. Your future is now because you have created where 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 we are like long time ago, and we have to enjoy. But now we are like pursuing more. Um, so I ask myself that that question: If there is no tomorrow, you know, what can you do today for you for yourself? Um, and just embrace yourself, embrace who you are, embrace the bad and good. Um, but also embrace pain because we go through pain. We we go through disappointment, especially in this in this season. Embrace that because that's part of of of, of life. That's part of you know being a human being. So embrace that and um, yeah, pursue peace above everything um, because I think that's kind of the main thing. So you can keep pursuing other things like careers like money like everything else like if you don't have peace in mind um and that comes with you know looking after yourself if you don't have that um it's really hard it may it will be hard to achieve um and keep going uh, through everything that's going on right now um that, that's my kind of takeaway and yeah so excited to you know hear you know everything that we have shared. Yeah. I love it to you. Yes. That's, that's been so, like, all of your stories. I'm like, wow, I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling empowered. I'm like, wow, like, honestly, you guys are just amazing. And I hope that our listeners can, like, get, like, different tips from, like, all of you guys because there's something to be taken in every word that you've just said. I really love the beach analogy as well. <laughs> <laughs> something I want to do because I'm like oh wow that sounds so like spiritual but also helpful as well I feel like definitely being president president <laughs> president <laughs> being present in where you are now and kind of not worrying about the future because I do that a lot as well I'm always like oh my god like what's gonna happen in the future da, 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 da. but like if you just focus on now and like also reading books has been really helpful like I don't know if you guys have read The Power of Now that's really good for remaining present like that is so good there's also one that I'm going to start reading which is called Good Vibes Good Life which is like really good that's all about self-love compassion so I feel like constantly educating ourselves about ways we can be more compassionate towards ourselves and it is a journey, so I don't want anyone listening to this podcast to think, like, if you haven't started, you can start now, like, loving yourself. It's really your own journey. You make it 
your own kind of thing like you can just start doing small things but definitely just having like a grateful mindset having faith like praying and just things like that just hold on to hope because yeah just love yourself guys <laughs> um but thank you so much to Hannah and Naya and Karina for all of your views thank you to our listeners and yeah join us next month for another monthly podcast and also follow us on YEL Collective on Instagram and on Twitter and until next time that is this monthly episode finished thank you everyone bye